Welcome to the Prairie Sun Living Podcast. Hello, friends. It's Bridget McKay, your host of the Prairie Sun Living Podcast. I want to wish everyone a happy new year. It is Thursday, January 2nd of 2020. Today, I want to look ahead at 2020 and some of the things that I'd like to see happen in the next few months. But before we do that, I want to recap a little bit about 2019, how we got here, and some of the things that I'm most grateful for that have happened this past year. This time last year, in 2019, I can tell you I was laid out on the couch, sick as a dog, with the flu. And I swear this thing lasted like two weeks. We had just gotten done with Christmas and it was a really great season. And I had no idea what 2019 had in store for us as a family. Not 30 days later, we were in the talks of mentioning that there was a job opportunity in St. Louis. And this was late February By spring break, which was a couple of weeks into March, we were in Missouri uh, near St. Louis house hunting because Jeremy had this job offer that was on the table and it would put us in St. Louis, which wasn't a bad thing. My brother happened to be stationed here and I had an uncle who was doing some consulting locally and wasn't sure how long that, that contract would last or what that was, what was in store for him. But he was, he was local at the time. So we brought my grandmother over and the four girls for spring break and we started house hunting. And I have to tell you that the evening that I knew that things were on course and beyond my control was when we had been driving around and we weren't really sure what was going on, why we were here, what was, you know, what are we doing? Is this something that we actually want to do? And the maitre d' says, hey, I don't mean to eavesdrop, but if you guys are looking for some place to raise a family, you should go over across the river to Alton, Illinois. And I remember looking at Jeremy in that moment and all of our hair was standing up on on end. I mean, we had goosebumps because we had been getting Alton, Illinois in our feed and in our search results because obviously me not knowing geography very well, I didn't realize that it was right across the river to the north of of St. Louis, the heart of St. Louis. So we were like, okay, put that on the map, put that on, on the schedule of places to look. And by the time we got to, our realtor showed us about 12 houses, but we knew with the first house that it was our house. And it was just such a wonderful experience. I can't even describe it. It was, um, we went home almost in this euphoric state because it was just like something had set appointments for us to be here and and I couldn't we couldn't even believe it it was like you guys are not going to believe this but yes we're going to go through with this move we're going to he's going to take this job offer and we are going to do this one of the things that made the move so difficult for me particularly the girls 
and my husband, he's pretty resilient. So he's just kind of a go with the flow kind of a guy. But, uh, you know, about 18 years prior, I had left. Jeremy and I eloped and he was in the United States Navy currently serving. And I, I left my family with a baby on my hip. Uh, she was literally like two and a half, three years old. And I just knew that, you know, Jeremy and I needed to make a go of this family thing. So we eloped and, and stayed together and then had, you know, three more precious girls um, in the following years. So here we were again after moving back. We were gone for about 14 years, moved back, established, had a wonderful opportunity, had met friends who became family. And I think that more than anything was so difficult for me personally because friendships are something that are so uh, precious. I am a quality over quantity kind of gal. So my circle might be small as far as intimate friendships, but I know those are my people. And so that was really difficult to leave them to uproot the girls. But Isabel, who was 17, had decided the beginning of her school year that she was going to finish both her junior and senior year by doing online school because her goal personally was to graduate as a senior 2019 in May and become a college student a year early for fall of 2019 at uh, University of Kansas in Lawrence. So that was her personal goal. We already had Shyla at KU and as a student. So those were things that we knew were on the books, if you will. Isabel graduating in May. And then all of a sudden, as fate would have it, we're closing on a house in May. When my grandmother came to house hunt with us, it was such a wonderful experience to share that with her because I know that at almost 80 years old, our time with her is so precious. And so when the day that we're moving into the house, we had had friends um, help us move. My dear friend Jen actually drove our moving truck two states away (laughs) from her own family and helped us um, get moved in. As we're moving everything in, my brother, my sister-in-law, the moving guys, my grandmother calls and she said that indeed the colonoscopy found cancer and that they would be surgically removing that portion And they would see what needed to be done after that. And I have to tell you that in that moment, as we're moving furniture into this house, that I'm so certain we are supposed to be there. I knew in that moment that if this phone call or this diagnosis had happened a few weeks prior, I would have never made that move. I would have been too scared to do it, too scared to leave her in that state. 
But by the grace of God, the trooper that she is, and the amazing family that I have, rallied around her, and with her strength and her poise and her prayer life, she just went in there and faced whatever it was that was ahead of her like a boss. I am grateful that once they got in there and whatever decisions were made to further explore, they got everything and they got it early. And I am so grateful because two years prior, we watched my mom's father, my grandfather, lose his battle, which was about a five, six year battle with cancer. And if you've ever had anyone close to you diagnosed, battle, fight, and even sadly lose against this disease, it ravages the body, it ravages the mind, and in some cases, it can just really break a spirit. So I am grateful that the 2019 summer will be one for the books. That July, this last July, was one of a praise report. And I'm so grateful because this woman is absolutely my best friend. (laughs) She is one of my best friends in the world. She is my ride or die estate sale buddy. She is our rock. She is our matriarch on the Smith side. And we love her. And I'm grateful for her life. I'm grateful for her joy. I'm grateful for her phone calls. And I'm grateful for her visits. After the cancer recovery, as I like to call it, we also had her family reunion with her brother, with her siblings and their families in southeast Oklahoma. We all meet up every couple of years. And that was a blast. It was a lot of lake life happening. It was a lot of sunshine. It was great. By the time that was over, it was time to go take Isabel to college. And if any of you have sent children to school or sent children out of the home and moved them out of your house and had them transition into adulthood, you understand. uh, I'm not going to use the word worry so much as It's just a feeling. It's just a sensation of the end of an era. Because I wasn't worried about her. She had gotten to where she was by pursuing goals, staying fixated, working hard, and getting to college a year early. And I'm I'm very proud of her. We're here in Alton by this time. We take her to school. And a lot of tears on the way home, but I felt like this was going to be good for her. And then we had put the girls in their new school here in Alton. And we've gotten to explore St. Louis. We had an amazing fall. Halloween is huge here. Frankly, I was so impressed with the amount of festivities that y'all have for Halloween. I'm like... Yes, these are my people, for real. 
it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and we're rounding, we rounded out 2019 with, with holidays that were just superb and getting to know people and making new friendships and, and going out on the town and really enjoying some of the nightlife and, and the people that are here in this, in this area. It's been a lot of fun and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful from where we sit today and where we were last year. And I just encourage you, if you're going through anything and if you're looking forward, just keep moving forward. Looking ahead into 2020, I don't want to use the word excited because it's such an overly used word, like awesome is overly used, but I want to say I'm enthusiastically (laughs) optimistic about the upcoming months because I kind of shift and I change and I go with a flow and sometimes it's hard for me to um, really focus and hone in because there's just so many things that I enjoy and so many things that I want to do. I have been self-employed now since, well, really since Isabel was very small. She was like four years old. Um, but I have been self-employed as a I I sold products on the internet was my first entrepreneurial endeavor and it was teeth whitening and then I uh, did daycare when the girls were little and we were in base housing soon after a couple years after three years after that I started a um a, pa- a Patriot Clean I started a janitorial service that was not only a um janitorial service for uh, the military housing contractor, but I also did a house cleaning for especially new moms. And some of those clients I had until those babies were, you know, a few years old. But then I went into my friend Danette and I started doing weddings at our church. I went into the floral design industry, uh, worked as, as a florist for several years. And then I did that on my own and wedding and events for the last, I don't know, on and off for the last probably 12 or 13 years. And uh, I remained, you know, doing odds and ends. I was cleaning toilets and doing things that were very service oriented. I mean, I was, there's no shame in my game. I was cleaning offices and toilets and doing weddings and (laughs) sometimes all within the same weekend. Um, But it was what fed me it fed me and it allowed me to be flexible in my own schedule. And I admire that when I see, oh, and I almost forgot, we had the coffee roaster for, we started a coffee roasting business and that was about, it it was three years in the making because we had to save up for the roaster itself. We had a lot of peanut butter and jelly and a lot of ramen noodles. We actually bought the roaster uh, when we were stationed in Oklahoma City before Jeremy got out of the out of the military, 
I bought, we bought this roaster and it was another one of those, what I call a divine appointment. We bought this roaster from this woman whom I love. She is still one of my dearest friends. Debbie is a rock star and her late husband Floyd built this roaster by hand. He was a machinist and an engineer and a coffee connoisseur and worked for other coffee roasting companies. He built this amazing machine that we still have. But it took a long time to save up for a roaster. The price was right. And we had a coffee roasting business after we got to um, the little town of Cheney, Kansas. And we did that. And that was a very instrumental part of Jeremy's recovery from a, a long bout with um, post-traumatic stress disorder and some of the major depressive disorder and other diagnosis that he received um, in his first, in his last couple years in the military and then two or three years <clears throat> after that. It was, it was an uphill battle that we did together uh, along with our family as support and the coffee roasting business was I'm going to call it on the job training therapy <laughs> because it literally doors opened up that we weren't even looking for in order for this little business to start and for him to get his people skills back for him to take on some amazing goals and conquer them you know these challenges that were facing him personally and as a family but as an individual he conquered he conquered those and that coffee business was something that we needed to do was a season in our life so that we could get through and continue on and he he is still with us because my friend Debbie whom we love decided to sell us her coffee roaster so I hope to talk about that in another episode where Jeremy can join me as a co-host and we can discuss that the process of it and you can really hear the testimony firsthand from both of us as to how that came together and was such a blessing in our lives uh, because we cuss a little bit, but we love some Jesus. Okay. <laughs> we are not perfect people, but we have seen what happens and what healing can happen when you let go and you let God. And that is our testimony. And I think that's why no matter what the business or the entrepreneurial spirit is behind, you know, an operation or a mission, we see that in order to have the gumption to do something like that, we've experienced enough to know that there's a story behind that. And that's what I hope to celebrate with this podcast and this blog is to highlight and bring forward some of these stories that are just inspirational and relatable because those are the things and the definition of faith is the things hoped for but not yet seen and anytime you have an endeavor a mission a goal even that you are pursuing uh, 
and you are pursuing passionately and diligently, there's a story there. And I'm so excited to look forward in these next few months. And I hope that um, if you're listening and you want to tell your testimony, that you get in touch with me. If you know someone that you would love to hear uh, them give their testimony or talk about their business or talk about their endeavor or talk about their mission, I would love to interview them. So I encourage you all that are listening to um, give people my email or tell them to direct message me on Instagram so that we can get their story heard. I just look forward to what is coming up and what's next and the people that I get to meet. Monetizing this podcast and figuring out how to make money as a business plan, it's probably not very smart (laughs) to not worry about that at this stage. But right now, what I'm focused on is intently pursuing those of us that have a story to tell and getting that audible so that others can share in that and others can glean from that not only information but inspiration. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up for today. I appreciate you listening to a little bit of our story, and I'm grateful, hopeful, for what the new year has to offer. So to you and yours, cheers to 2020. You have been listening to the Prairie Sun Living Podcast. Follow along on our journey at prairiesunliving.com. Interact with us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you haven't already, find us on Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, bye-bye.